Previously on the Lineage of Moonreach, we traveled to three bridges. We were having a meeting with Miss Penny Lively, a noblewoman there, um, talking about opening a new Busty Belbus franchise. So the meeting went well. We were also invited to be her guests to a party hosted by Lord Marshton at his mansion. But nobody could know who we were. We all went in disguise. The D20 Syndicate presents The Lineage of Moonreach. Welcome back to the DDDD20 Syndicate Podcast. Oh, yeah. A weekly Dungeons and Dragons actual play 5e podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. I'm Billy, and I play Willem. I'm Tomas, I play Tomar. I'm Lindsay, and I play Pinwin. And I'm Michaela, and I play Gorbel. That's right. Each week, we record for your listening pleasure. We are on episode 78 in our, in our brand new arc, and our last arc. So, What's this arc called? Uh, this arc is called... Um, arc of the Covenant. Family. What? Family? Really? No. Fast and the Furious 10. <laughs> family. Mm, let's see. What'll be a good family name for this arc? Family and the Furious 69. <laughs> uh, the Ziggurat. Oh. That's what we'll call it. Really? Really. Okay. <laughs> Is that good? Everybody? You okay with that? I mean, we're not at the Ziggurat right now, so it's pretty <laughs> misrepresentative of... Yeah, can we call it party? Wait a minute. <laughs> or maybe... Ziggurat? Like, more Cousin like... Ziggy? <laughs> oh, oh my god! Shit. Kill Penwin! <laughs> Penwin's a bull! <laughs> Fucking up all my plot lines. Thanks a lot, Lindsay! <laughs> uh... And Middle if we're name not is at rot. The Ziggurat. <laughs> Ziggy rot. Oh no, Ziggy's got the rot. <laughs> the crotch rot. Sorry. He's a leper. <laughs> I hated it immediately. Ooh. But yeah, so here we are in our last arc. Uh, let's uh, do some cool shit and leave a lasting impression on this world. Make and me. <laughs> y- yes, <Ooh>. sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> you got it, Buster. Um, but yeah, so here we are. Um, Let's, uh, yeah, leave a lasting impression. Let's do some cool uh, hood rat shit. Let's do it. Mm, mm, mm. Hood rat shit. Hood mm, rat shit. Mm, hood mm, rat shit. Mm, hood mm, rat shit. Okay. How about this for an around the campfire question? Weird segue. <laughs> Since we are, several of us are pretending to be from other countries. I want you guys to tell me about your favorite city you've heard of in Starstrom. (laughs) (coughs) McDonald's. (laughs) Incorrect. Um, Let's start with... Can we get a list of cities from Starstrom? (laughs) No. A brief history thereof. Y'all are going to make some. What? Yeah. Like we're making up a city? Yeah. That's what we're doing. But mine's Icarita. Ikrita? Yeah. Uh, the capital? Yep. 
No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck if it is. <laughs> Wrong again. <laughs> Wrong again. You're ugh, two strikes, buddy. <laughs> One more, and you're gonna have the Ziggy rot. <laughs> Let's start with. Ooh, I'll roll a D four, taking a leaf out of your book, Billy. Pinwin. Oh, no. Favorite stars. Oh no, wait. Two is you, uh, Tomar. Ha. Mm. <laughs> I'm really bad at names, so I keep being like glasses, lampshade, George <laughs> glass, lamptown. I love lamptown. Um, if it helps, uh, the influence in the naming conventions for Starstrom is like uh, Baltic stuff and Germanic. That didn't help. That was more complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Krieghammer. Krieghammer. Why do you think that one's cool? Uh, They have good smiths there. They make quality weapons and armor. Gotcha. Krieghammer. That was my favorite. That's Krieghammer right there. Oh, fuck you. That's mine. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's Krieghammer. There we go. That's Krieghammer. All right. Um... Oh. Gorbel, favorite city in Starstrom and why? I would have to say that my favorite city is Vossender. Vossender, all right. They're well known for their art and their food. Really good food. All right. Very nice. Vossender Starstrom. Willem! I like Riga. Riga? Riga. Uh, I like Riga uh, because it's landlocked. Landlocked, all right. Landlocked and isolated. Okay. So it's very quiet. Surrounded by mountains, probably? Yeah, and they have the, they sport the largest library in Starstrom. Very nice. All right, Pinwin. I'm stuck on the name. eBay. eBay. Eblieb. <laughs> Liebenhoof. Liebenhoof. And why do you like Liebenhoof? <laughs> um, the equine therapy is amazing. There. <laughs> they, um, they have a really fun party scene, like lots of fun taverns and a lot of fun stuff to do um yeah all right so tomar's favorite is Krieghammer because it's known for its smithies and its craftsmen gorbel's is vossender known for food and art delicious food very good food delicious art willems is riga <laughs> which is known for the largest library in Starstrom and also an isolated um, town surrounded by mountains. And Pinwins is Liebenhof, (laughs) which is a party city, essentially. Lots of taverns, lots of partying. It's a good-ass time. Better start hoofing it there. (laughs) (laughs) Or you're going to have to leave (laughs) <laughs> um, I hope none of these accidentally translates to something like very offensive. Um, <laughs> Krieg means war in German, so I think Warhammer is <laughs> a fine. Riga, I'm pretty sure, is a city in Czechoslovakia. 
Um, <laughs> Vossender? I don't know. That just sounds... It means I slug. wanted to say Vondersex. Wonderballs. All right. So those are some pretty dope-ass cities in Starstrom that you guys have heard about. And uh, why are we wasting our time here? We should go to Starstrom. Yeah, maybe. We'll see what happens in the next campaign. Oh. Anyway. No, we just fuck off. <laughs> we don't, we're like, you know what? <laughs> no, it's, fuck this. It's been a lifetime of just pain and suffering <laughs> and fighting. <laughs> time to fucking kick back and enjoy ourselves. We're going on vacation, y'all. Suck it, Veldolin. What have you ever done for me? <laughs> Just light a match and throw it behind you. <laughs> Later. New arc name is Suck It Veldolin. <laughs> um, definitely new episode title. Uh, <laughs> Followed once again by Consequences. <laughs> Very hot on the heels. Um, so yeah, last episode, uh, you guys were at that party, as Gorbel mentioned, and Right before we cut her off, um, the Thundara clone entered Lalette. But also the Countess? No, she looks just like the Countess. Oh, I thought you said two of them oh, were there. No, 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 no. Sorry. Oh, then I misunderstood that because I was like, the fuck? No. She's here too? She looks identical to the Countess. Oh, okay. I was imagining two of those bitches. <laughs> okay. And. Scipio, uh, yeah, Scipio was which who you did not meet, nope. Willem. So he does not look familiar to you. What did we? The do audience also didn't meet Scipio. Oh shit! Yes, Scipio was. We kind of explained this before because he was mentioned in the, in Deepminster, but Scipio uh, it was a just a uh, just a standard guard that you guys interrogated to find out more information, and then he was betrayed by his captain. Um, when you guys were trying to uh, sneakily get information inside a tavern, the captain... You, you guys have actually seen Scipio since that event because he was thrown into the dungeons for uh, consorting with the wolves. But now he's the captain of the guard of Deepminster, right? That is correct. Last you learned, he was the new captain of the guard in Deepminster. What the fuck is he doing here? And uh, so, yeah, we open back up at the party. So, Lillette kind of regards the room after her announcement and she's quite beautiful people seem pretty taken with her and she kind of moves through the uh the crowd and finds a table by herself and followed closely behind by Scipio and then there's a kind of a quiet as a very 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 short human with a quite corpulent frame uh, stumbles into view. His cheeks are really red. He looks like he's been drinking. He's just got like a very sparse amount of hair on his head and uh, and a very thin beard uh, with a long mustache that kind of droops down over his lips. Um, and he saunters, trips, stumbles kind of in. He definitely looks like he's deep in his cups. And uh, the other announcement is made. Lord Marston has entered. And this is met by a lot more applause. And he immediately, like, you know, gestures in greeting to everyone and then very hurriedly goes over to talk to (laughs) Lillette. I think to everybody... That guy is so hideous. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you see his mustache? What now? What's happening? 
the disgusting man who just staggered in. <laughs> but the cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, you may have noticed that is Lilette, the third sister. Abomination. Clone. Fourth? Shit. Who was the other one? The one Willem killed down in the cavern. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. All right, we need to get some info while we're here. And then we should probably make an exit. I don't want to hang around here too long. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, we definitely don't want to get comfortable or get entrenched with any of these people. Well, what do we do with her? We got to do something with her, right? What's our goal? Right now, I'm assuming there's going to be a little bit of schmoozing, but at this point, I'm assuming there's going to be some sort of, like, back office dealing uh, that I could maybe follow into. He's, it looks like he's approaching her right now, Willem. Can you get over there and, and maybe listen in on their conversation? I'm on it. So I'm imagining this is a huge hall. The ceilings mm. are quite tall. Quite tall. Uh, but you said there's a lot of pillars? Yes. Are they next to any of these pillars? Uh, they're about mm, 10 feet away from one. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm going to spider walk on down that pillar okay. and <clears throat> extend an ear. All right. So, Willem, you watch as this very short human, claiming to be a human, uh, stumbles over to Lalette, and she kind of looks him up and down with, like, a little bit of contempt. And he, like, bows. Hello, m'lady. Thank you for attending my fabulous celebration. I find, I hope that you found that this is to your liking. And she just kind of looks him up and down again and doesn't say much. And Scipio steps forward. M'lady's tired. Uh, it was a long, hard journey here. But... She uh, is. She she thanks you for your generosity and your excellent. Uh, and he looks over at her, uh, hosting, and he kind of looks confused, like he's not used to this. Oh, that's that's wonderful! Thank you so much for attending. We will do the announcement here shortly. But uh, would you would you like to, to to dance? We can make the we can make the musicians play something. And uh, uh, let's let's get some music going. And Scipio says, yeah, "It's not not important." He's like, "No, no, no, musicians!" And he everybody gets really quiet. Let let's. Let's play some music. We would we'd like to dance. We will we want to dance. He puts his hand in the air and he slurring his speech a lot. Everybody gets kind of quiet and then the the a couple of the musicians kind of begin kind of like a medium tempo song for dancing and you can see that several groups start kind of like they start people start pairing off and moving to dance in the center. And the very tiny little um, uh, lord reaches his hand out. Milady, would you like to dance? Uh. And she kind of looks at him and just... And is led out onto the dance floor. And you see everyone starting to dance. I want to dance near them. Okay. So... I kind of scan the room looking for somebody looking for a dance partner. You can see that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, Dresslin is... Uh, no. <laughs> I look for someone else. <laughs> someone with a brain. Uh, there's, a, there's a few people looking around and... Uh, uh, who You can pretty much have your pick of several different people. Well, they have to approach me. I'm a fucking lady. Okay. So you wait. And you wait. <laughs> <laughs> now, eventually, a, an older gentleman uh, approaches. He's kind of got a limp to him. Um, he's got like uh, kind of like a dark complexion and some strange raiments to you. They look maybe a little bit familiar. Like you're you're pretty you're not sure if you can place them, but you're pretty sure he might be from Mirenlug. And he uh, he like approaches you. Would you like to dance? I would love to. Thank you for asking. I thought nobody was going to. Uh, right this way. And he kind of whisks you onto the dance floor. And Gorbel starts leading them over. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he's got, like I said, he's got a little bit of a limp, so his dancing isn't that great. He's just more like swaying from side to side, but he doesn't seem to understand the music that's being played. So, or like the kind of the tempo and rhythm, so he's just like trying to feel it out. Do you like the song? Uh, no. <laughs> Do you like this song? I hate it. Me too. Cool. <laughs> uh, the, was it, was it, we could pretend to dance though for it. Well, yeah, let's dance. I mean, I love dancing. Um. He uh, he kind of looks you up and down. Do you need to go? Closer to someone? Is that why you're out here on the dance floor? You don't strike me as a noble. I'm sorry, why not? Uh, you, you look like a warrior. You look like you're here for some express purpose. Insight check. Who is this man? <laughs> I'm the real Dreslin. <laughs> <laughs> huh. 16. 16. Um, I mean, he kind of called it. Damn it. Shit. I'm, well, I'm going to double down on my lie. Okay. I'm just here to dance and have a good time. Very well. Let's just dance then. Let's. But why don't you lead? Okay. I don't know the music very well. You seem like you'll know it a little bit better. That's probably true. And he starts letting you lead. You lead closer to... In a roundabout way, but I stop at a few other couples just to throw him off my scent. Gotcha. What's everybody else doing during this time? You know what I'm doing. <laughs> Pinwin? Um, is there anyone that looks fun to dance with? Uh, pretty much everybody over on the Corcoligo side looks like they're having a good time. Oh, God, but I can't get stuck. I mean, I could dance with Ricardo. You going to approach Ricardo? I'm going to approach Ricardo. <laughs> How are you doing, Ricardo? Well, Ricardo, I'm doing great. Ah. Would you care to dance? I would love to. Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys just start spinning out onto the dance floor. And... Uh, He's okay. He's okay at dancing. He seems way into it, though. Yep. Okay. Fun. And you're just going to observe? No. I'm actually going to look for Marston's, like, office. Oh, okay. Um, you do see that the door has been left open now that um, 
Marston is. And does, like since he's in, it doesn't seem like anybody else is going to be announced. So you could very easily slip out. Slipping. Okay. Give me a perception check. 14. Um, down at the end of one of the halls, uh, you see a... Looks to be like a lightly armored guard step out of a room, look around, and then close it hard and then walk off. I approach that door. All right. It is locked. Does lock picking negate my invisibility? I don't think so. Mm, I know. I don't think that would count as I an think a, action. I think attacking or casting a spell. Or would. being hit by something. So I think you're good. Sweet. How long does inv- invisibility last? One hour. One hour later. Of course, at this point, I could just find a dark-ass room <laughs> and uh, slip right back in. Um, so, yeah, I picked that lock. Okay. Or I attempt to, rather. Uh, it pops open pretty easily. Sick. <laughs> and uh, you find a study full of shelves of books and statues that appear to show the like they're the busts of the heads of different... Maybe leaders of some kind? You don't mm. recognize them, though. Okay. Uh, is there, like, an, of, like, an official desk there somewhere? Is. There is okay. an official desk. We're going we're gonna to inspect that bad boy. Okay. So you go through. Um, give me a, 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 a survival. 17. 17. You, uh, as you're lifting some documents out, you, you hear a strange, like the paper scrapes weirdly against the bottom of the, the shell or the drawer. Mm-hmm. Sounds like kind of hollow. Okay. Uh, I start feeling around for like a lever plate or some, something that I can like push maybe. Towards the back, you find a little, like little catch. Pressure and, plate. Yeah. You push it and the, the uh, bottom of the shelf pops open. And inside is a rolled up scroll and a key. I'm going to go ahead and pocket that key. Okay. Uh, and I'm going to unscroll that scroll. Okay. You slide it open and you see a letter dictated. And inside the letter's contents are Dear Lord Marston, we await your beck and call. Rothia will be your, uh, your honored ally always. Say the word. Signed, F. Hmm. All right. I'm going to put the put the letter back. Okay. <clears throat> and I'm going to see if there's anything of else of interest in the desk. Um, you find a silver-hilted dagger in one of the drawers. With It looks ornate, though. It doesn't look like it would actually be good for combat. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's even a letter opener. Mm-hmm. It's bejeweled, though. It looks expensive. And you, see, you find a pouch with ten gold in it. And you also find a bag of diamond dust. Is this a moral dilemma? Eat the dust, Billy. Snort it. I do pocket the diamond dust. Okay. Nothing else? Nope. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a look at the bookshelves. Okay. And I'm going to inspect... The books. Okay, give me an investigation check. Just because of recent <laughs> goings on. Siak, that is a 25. 25. You do find that there is a book that looks different than all the others. <laughs> all right. Uh, 
all the people in this town went to the same guy for the trap. <laughs> right, yeah, there's just the one fucking guy. <laughs> he is raking it in. Uh, what's the title of this book? Uh, this book does not have a title. Ah, what color is it? It's green. I inspect it further. It does. It seems like not even a book. Okay. Uh, as far as like, can I try and take it off the shelf? You may attempt to if you would like. I would like. The bookshelf slides to the left, behind it revealing a door with a keyhole. Ooh, another. All right, guys. I found Martian's study, and uh, he has a letter from... It's signed by F from Rothia, hmm. uh, pledging their allegiance, essentially, to Marston specifically. Uh, I also found a trap door or a secret door behind his bookcase. Another secret door. Yeah. Wow. Two quite a two. lot of yeah, quite a lot of that <laughs> going on right now. Uh, I'm gonna take take a look there. Anything happening out there? Just dancing. Is the Queen of Rodia have a name with F? Francine. Mm. Franny to her friends. It's it's it is interesting that the Queen's first name does start with F. Ooh. Um But the amount of time it took you to come to that makes me think that it wasn't the same F person. Smoke and mirrors, my friend. Quit smoking mirrors in my house. <laughs> Is that what the kids are doing these days? <laughs> I don't know who else that could be, but no F names are. Honestly, I didn't know where Wilmum was this whole time. I thought he was outside. You can roll history if you'd like. I'll roll history on that. <laughs> Twenty-one. <laughs> Damn it. Thirteen. A Twenty-one. Nine. How does that do? Do I remember a bunch? I think it's 17. <laughs> 13. Uh, 13. Okay, only Tomar. You recall offhand that uh, the ruler of Rothia is Queen Falise Beatrix Rochot II. Could be the queen. Of? Rothia. Interesting. They were, they were pledging... Hmm. Rothia to Marston for some reason. Yeah, which is very odd. This dude must be extra loaded. Wait. The only thing this guy is leading is the buffet line. Oh. (laughs) Oh my god, Tomar. (laughs) As I'm like eating the (laughs) That's Yeah, he's very eloquent in his head, but he wouldn't be able to talk at all with his actual mouth. (laughs) There are no Rothians here. Which... If they're close allies, seems... Maybe they're going to send their Rothian ninjas and they're going to fall from the ceiling and we're going to have to fight them. Again? All of these people are powerful within their countries, right? This would be a smart place to blow up if they needed power. Ah, god damn it. But Ricardo... Which one? The the one I met. He's so nice. Miss Penny Lively, who am I dancing with right now? <clears throat> she looks over at you. Oh, you're uh, dancing with Dalai Darin. He is an ambassador of Merinlug. Hmm. Lucky you. He is a, he's quite a charming man. He's uh, 
very wealthy as well. I think he's on to me. No, oh, he's he he's got a very astute eye. Perhaps don't tell him any falsehoods because he's likely to know. He is a very shrewd ambassador. Do we trust this man? Seduce him. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't have any reason to not trust him. I don't know much more about him. Hmm. That's not enough information to trust him. So, assume bad guy on everyone. Well, I continue dancing with him and make small talk about the food. That man over there eating all the food. (laughs) (laughs) And slowly you guys find your way over to Lalette and uh, Lord Marshton. And uh, you can now hear him because he's pretty drunk and loud. He's like, I, I haven't danced like this in such a long time. It's so wonderful to finally be moving around. I used to be full of piss and vigor when I was younger, but I, you'd never believe it. But I, not only was I much more fit back then, but I was also taller. <laughs> I... Lean in and whisper to. I'm sorry. What's the name of the man I'm dancing with? Dali. Dali. Mm-hmm. I lean in and say, "That sounds like a lie." <laughs> he kind of nods and smiles. Yes, uh, he's been short as long as I've known of him. How long have you known each other? I don't know him personally. I've known of him for a while. Oh, he's uh, kind of uh, annoying. Wouldn't you agree? I haven't actually met him. What did you say your name was? Nila. Nila. Is that, um, what, what origin is that? Well, my family's from here, from Veldolin. Interesting. Hmm. He looks up and down again while he's dancing with you. I feel like you're not telling me the truth, Nila. If that is your real name. <laughs> Okay, fine. What is your middle name, Nina? My name is Neil, but that's embarrassing. I see. So I go by Neela. Give me a deception. Ooh. That was a natural 20. Mm. Hell yeah. <laughs> 37. He, he nods. Uh, do not be embarrassed by your name. People make fun of me for my name. They say it sounds feminine, but I do not care. I wouldn't think that at all. You, you're not from Mirren Luke. Or, and he looks you up and down, are you? I'm not. I've never even been there. Hmm. I'd like to visit, though. It's a wonderful place. That's what I hear. Don't let the desert fool you. The the desert itself is very, very, uh, it's easy to... Oppose visitors. I but don't you get like sand. <laughs> Kids everywhere. <laughs> so coarse. <laughs> but if you get to the eastern side near the ocean, that's where the true beauty of Merinlug blossoms. Is that where you're from? Yes. So, how long have you been here? Uh, just a few days. I was summoned here as a part of my ambassador duties. My king said that it was important. Hmm. I have noticed that there are, are a lot of people from all over. Yes, lots of dignitaries. I have noticed that as well. Have you noticed? I haven't seen anybody from Rothia, though. Mm. 
I have not seen anyone from Rosia either. And this place, it stinks. I don't like it. It doesn't smell like my home, this fresh ocean and the dry sun. This place smells spoiled. We probably just get used to that here. Perhaps. Pinwin, what are you doing? I'm frolicking with Ricardo. And if he, like, starts to slow down to try to talk, I just try to keep dancing really fast. <laughs> You're a very good dancer. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of work to be doing it like this. It's, it's, I don't recognize the music, but I like it. It, it uh, sets my blood on fire with the excitement. Exactly. I feel the same way. <laughs> I, oh, wait. I forgot the voice. <laughs> You, you, are you okay? You sound out of breath or something. I, I am sorry. I am so out of breath. <laughs> <laughs> what we need is a, is a good uh, uh, Coca-Ligo spirit to really lift, lift our spirits. Am, am I right? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> and he starts. Lito, alegumata, satiota, bogodacite, abaragansu. I'm just dancing really fast and like <laughs> what? Pretending to trip and fall. Dildane approaches you. My friend, are you enjoying all the food? Uh, it's pretty good. I want to know who made this stuff, this dip stuff. He looks down. What kind of dip is it, my friend? Are you adventurous, Dildane? Some may say. Stick some bread in there. He takes a hunk of bread and he just dabs it in there. Oh. Mm. It's like uh, a little sweet. But then it's a little bit salty. Yeah, there's some savory in there. It's good. There's a little spice, too. Yeah, who... Is there a chef around here? Um, I don't know. He probably hired somebody from somewhere. He's a, he's a very wealthy man. Hmm. What do you want? I was just coming over to see if you were okay, because you look a little lonely over here, just stuffing your face full of calories. Well, I do a lot of moving around, so I gotta <laughs> fuel that fire. A lot of calisthenics. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. What's your uh, what have you picked up from this? You seem uh, vaguely disinterested. Um, these aren't my talents, so you're more of a martial guy, right? You, yeah, you, you like to punch in the headbutt. I remember the headbutts. Yep, there's nobody to headbutt yet, so uh, I think if uh, maybe the night's still young, if uh, we I, I think we can find somebody to headbutt here. Are you talking about your friend that who owes money to you? Oh, you know, now that you bring it up, I wasn't going to, but now that you, you know, you say something, it starts to unlock something in my memory. He's standing by the door all by himself. Maybe we go bring him outside and we just say, hey, let's have a chat. And then you headbutt him. (laughs) I will give you 20 gold to headbutt him right in his face. Are they going to lock us out? 30 gold. Are they going to lock us out, though? Can you not get back in? I mean, not quietly. I don't think they'll lock us up. Why don't you just bring him over here? Well, we don't do it in front. I, I thought you wanted to be discreet. I never said that. Oh, it was Corporal. Corporal wanted me to I be discreet. I think we can get money from him without headbutting him personally. You think so? Yeah. 
All right, bring him over here. You bring him over here. He won't listen to me. He knows he owes me money. If I stay over here and I just turn my back and then you go get and say, hey, come here. And then he comes over here and then we confront him. He give me my money. I don't care enough to go over there. Do you want that 20 gold or not? Sort of. 30 gold. <laughs> How about this? I'll give you 100 gold. If you bring him over here and give, get him to give me the 750 gold. All right. You okay with that? Sure. And then I start walking over there. <laughs> He's just standing there, and as you approach, he, like, kind of, like, stiffens and looks you up and down. How can I help you, sir? That guy over there? He looks. Uh, y- y- yes? You owe him some money. <laughs> Preposterous, I don't. And if you don't give him that money now, I'm going to rip out your spleen. <laughs> well... You may not understand this, but you I am surrounded by uh, martial people, and I'm sure you're quite strong, but um, these threats, you'll be doing them for no reason, because I owe no one any money, not even dwarves like that over there. Do I not get an intimidation roll? You may attempt. 19? Plus your 10? That was plus. Oh. Yeah. He uh, he kind of takes a couple steps back and, and looks around the room at the guards, and it seems like he catches one of their eyes, and one of the guards comes walk comes walking over. What's going on here? What's going on here? You 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 hassling the doorman? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he looks over. Uh, he was saying that I owe him. Money or someone money. He seems to be drunk and confused. Perhaps you can see him out? And he looks over at you. All right, buddy. Let's go. You've had enough. All right, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) And he grabs you by the arm and leads you out the door. All right. So if once he gets to the door, Mm -hmm. I'm going to do a grapple check on the guy. Okay. Nineteen. Mm, Sixteen. He's surprisingly strong. What are you try you're trying to like pull out of his arm? I was trying to just fly up into the air. Oh. <laughs> well you start to and he pulls you back down. No tricks. Get the fuck out. You don't want me to draw my sword, buddy. Why? What are you going to do about it? (laughs) (laughs) What if someone says then they start drawing a sword? (laughs) Like Penwin? Were the cranberries soaked in moonshine? (laughs) I'm going to cut you up. I'll throw you in the dungeon. I don't know why you got to make a fuss. You got to leave. He did owe that guy money. Uh, Does he owe you money? No. Then why do you care? Because the other guy was offering me money to get money from him. Do you understand how weird that sounds? (laughs) He's a weird guy. (laughs) How much money was he offering you? Did you try that dip? (laughs) (laughs) The cranberries... The dip, seriously, did you try it? I didn't try the dip. Speaking of dip, get the fuck out, dip. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm going to headbutt him. (laughs) Yes! All right. It's been a while. This will be like an attack roll. A surprise attack. You're rolling like crap. 18? It hits. 
Go what ahead. Roll for damage. Your unarmed damage. Ooh, does my armor count as the unarmed damage? Oh, it probably would because you're wearing that helmet. And the eye patch. <laughs> and the wig <laughs> just whips him. And <laughs> him so hard, your wig comes off. Uh, seven regular damage, one fire damage. Ooh. You knock him unconscious instantly. Whoops. <laughs> he hits the ground. Is there like a shrubbery nearby? You guys are still inside, technically. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so no. Is there an House empty plant? suit of armor? <laughs> Where am I? You're in the foyer. There's no one else in the foyer? Not right now, no. Everybody seems to be in the party. I'm going to quietly drag him toward the door. <laughs> okay. And peek outside. Okay. It seems the only thing you see out there are carriages. One carriage has its lights on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there a shrubbery outside? Yeah. I'm going to huck him into a shrubbery. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dust your hands off and head back to the party. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the the doorman. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, uh, hello again. What now, fuckstick? Uh, and he like wiggles his fingers and another guard comes over. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> At that moment, we're going to switch back to you, Willem. This arrest of Tomar's not It cuts back to you and you're throwing another body into a shrub. It the gets bodies a, are stacked, stacked up over the shrub. Yeah. You have to like go cut down a tree. Like, that's your solution is yeah. cutting down a tree and then dragging the tree over to cover up the bodies. Oh my fuck. Uh all right, let's, so let's see if that key goes into that door. Hey, surprise, surprise. It does. Click. <laughs> Click. <laughs> hey, and Chief, it, can I hold my key like this? It looks so much cooler. And then it slowly opens up on its own. All right. Any yep. light coming out of there? Nope. Pretty dark in there. A long hallway, though. Long hallway. Any doors that I can see? Nope. Going down the hallway. All right. So you go down but, the hallway. Okay. I'm going to walk up the wall and up the ceiling, and I'm going to traverse the hallway on the ceiling. Okay. So you start doing that. You get about 10 feet away, and the door <laughs> closes behind you. Okay. Any other changes to anything else? Yes. In the hallway? The floor falls away. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, I'm glad I'm on the fucking ceiling. <laughs> So you continue your trek very carefully. Uh, I'm going to try and keep an eye out for any tripwires, pressure plates, shit like that. Okay. You are carefully moving your way down, and eventually you reach the end of the hallway. There's nothing there. Can I see anything where the floor fell? Uh, it fell for, it seemed like, maybe 80 feet. It a took feet. a while. Before you heard a... Okay. Uh, but it's dark. That's fair. Uh, well, let's walk on down the wall and see if I can see what's at the bottom of that crevasse. Okay, so you continue walking down, and eventually you can start to see at the bottom there is the floor again. It seems to have fallen lopsided, and to the other side of it, in that hallway, 
shape is a row of pit spikes, hmm. long row of pit spikes. Interesting. You can see some skeletons that are stuck on the pit spikes. And then on the other side of it, far at the end, is a small opening. I go inspect that. It looks like another little tunnel that you could potentially fit through. Looks like it was designed for somebody fairly small, but you're a slim guy. Don't like it, but let's do it. Checking it out. Okay. You start sliding through this tunnel. It's very, very tight, but you're just thin enough to slip slip along there. Though okay. it might make you feel a little bit claustrophobic. You travel for probably five minutes on your stomach, crawling your way through until you reach the opening on the other side. And there's a light coming through. And as you peek out, you see a chamber, the floor of which is about 30 feet below where you are now. And you can see that there's a bunch of vats, like copper vats, almost like a brewery. Hmm. What does it smell like in here? It smells very acrid. I was going to mention, as you were moving down, it smells pungent and acrid and familiar. It almost smells like the Tower of Wisdom. The basement? Mm. That's not good. Uh, Is it light enough to where I can see inside the vats and see the contents and their color? Uh, The vats are covered, so you can't, but uh, But there there is a torch light in there, which is strange because before, when you smelled that, you knew that you wouldn't be able to light a torch, but there is a torch lit in there. But they're all covered. Mm. 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 Just one torch? Just one. The room itself is like rough dirt and rock. Okay. How big is it? Uh, pretty big. Like okay. maybe 80 feet across. There's seven vats in there. Seven vats, and how tall is the ceiling? Uh, ceiling goes up maybe 20 feet above you, so a total of about 50 feet. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... You can also see that there is a an opening on the other side um, that leads to a hallway. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to climb out of the hole, okay. and I'm going to extinguish the torch. Okay. You are now plummeted in darkness. And... With my dark vision, mm-hmm. uh, gonna look around before investigating that other opening okay. that leads to the hallway, just to make sure there isn't anything else here. Um, is is there anything? These vats, mm-hmm. what are they connected to? They all seem to be connected to each other, weirdly, and each of them seems to have like a very like a slightly recessed spot, as if a doorway. And uh, give me an investigation roll. 17. Uh, it takes you a few minutes, but eventually you see a, a little black box uh, kind of hidden back behind the vats. And the black box is sitting on a stone pedestal. I investigate that. Okay. You easily are able to open it, and inside you see a hourglass with grains of black sand falling through it. How much is left in the top? Not much. Can I turn it over? (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell uh, how, based on how fast it's moving 
or falling through the hourglass? Uh, yeah, you can tell there's probably 15 minutes left in it. Okay. I'm going to think to the rest of the group. Guys, there's a bunch of vats underneath Marston's study that smell a lot like what we smelled in the Tower of Wisdom back in Deepminster. And there's a timer. What? Yeah. Ooh. We've only got about 15 minutes, I'd say. 15 minutes till what? I'm going to assume bad times. Hmm. Oh, fuck me. And I'm not sure. There's seven vats down here, and they all seem to be connected to each other, but I'm, I don't see, like, a source that they're all connected to other than each other. And I'm a little out of my depth as far as how, what the mechanics of this are and what, hmm. how, how to disable this. If I'm being honest. Do you know where you are in relation to the building? Um, so I went into Marston's office from the dining hall, and then there was a doorway behind a bookshelf there with a hallway. Uh, I mean, vertically, like... I'm underneath you guys. But where underneath us? I honestly, I had assumed the way that I came back, I might be under the dining hall. Do you, do you see anything on the ceiling at all that could be, like, easy access? Do I? <laughs> you don't. Okay. And the opening that leads to another hallway, where is that positioned exactly? Uh, it's like a normal doorway on the other side of the room. Okay. Opposite yeah. of the way that I came in? Yes. So, potentially leading back towards the front of the mansion. Mm. Okay. What is the floor made out of? Dirt. Dirt. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> on the higher up floor. <laughs> dirt. <laughs> also dirt. The dining marble. Oh, that that's a like a wood floor for the dining hall. Very nice polished wood. <laughs> Do I still have eyes on Marston? Yes. Is he acting weird at all? Drunk, but no. Marston doesn't seem concerned at all. He's not acting weird, just drunk. Do you think he knows about this? He might be under some sort of charm spell. Oh, God. Um, what's Lilette doing? She looks very disinterested, but still dancing. Dancing, but she looks bored. That might be her purpose. She might just be here to ensure that it happens and then sacrifice herself. I'm going to try something. What? So I took some of Thandara's blood. And I put it in that vial. Okay. Assuming that they're all clones of each other, they all share DNA, right? I don't even know if they have DNA. They all share physical, the same physical properties. Yes, I would assume. Okay. Let me know if Lilette starts acting differently in a moment. I take out the vial mm -hmm. and I pop, or I, I say gladash. Mm-hmm to pop it open and then I say confess loudly your purpose for being here tonight give me persuasion that's a natural one oh. but what is it like total six can you oh. do reliable talent is that just for things that I'm Proficient in though? I don't know. Are you proficient in persuasion? I am not. Oh, weird. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, acrobatics, arcana, athletics, deception, investigation, perception, sleight of hand, stealth, and survival. I rolled a natural one. So that total of six? Total of six. So from the depths of the hallway, you hear, I'm here to guard the vats. Guys, you guys don't hear that. <laughs> guys, oh, I yeah. think there may be another Countess Thundara Lilette clone down here with me. I'm going to check it out. Hang tight. Wait. Lead me to where you are somehow. Describe how you got there. Uh, so I started in the dining hall and I went out the door that Marshton and Lilette entered through. I went down that hallway about... It was like a third door on the left. How many feet would 80, we say? maybe. Roughly 80 feet to Marston's office, where I found the secret door behind the bookcase that contained a hallway that was roughly... Probably 200 feet long. 200 feet long. However, it's uh, inconsequential because I ended up coming back and crawling through a very tight tunnel for about five minutes so probably roughly another 50 to 80 feet uh, to the room with the vats where I'm at now so I think I'm I'm almost maybe right underneath the dining hall is the ceiling made of wood the ceiling there no it's made of dirt how or deep, rock how deep down would it be Mm, roughly, you could probably suggest, yeah, because you went down 80 feet. So somewhere around between like 80 and 110 feet. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I'm going to try and go the way he came. Okay. Well, I guess the ceiling would be roughly 30 feet below you. Is that right? Somewhere between 30 and 50 feet below you. Yeah, that's irrelevant. Okay. So you're going to attempt to do that. So to cut back to Tomar real quick, you, the doorman is now putting coins in <laughs> Dildane's hands <laughs> and there are no more guards in the room. <laughs> <laughs> and then Dildane takes a hundred gold and he like sets it in a bag and cinches it up and gives it to you. And I Damn. hope that it'll be a lesson to you not to mess with guys with big, strong friends. And the doorman just kind of, like, lowers his head. I suppose you're right. Yeah, that's what you get for cracking wise and calling guards. Well. Piss off. I have a job to do. Well, you can go do that job. Well, I I am technically, I'm still in front of the door. Good for you. Hopefully you get a promotion. I don't know if that's likely. I am a servant. Bye. <laughs> I'm done with you. I will cordially decline saying my salutations. Ooh. What? Can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said bye? Thanks, man. That's really nice. <laughs> uh, and you move down the hallway. You are right now next to uh, Lalette and Marston Gorble. And also, Pinwin, you're pretty close to them, too, but you're having a good-ass time. Am I noticing her doing anything weird? Uh, no, she seems to be muttering something under her breath. It looks like she's trying to say something. Can I make out what she's saying? 
all you see is just I come in to introduce myself <laughs> okay they both look surprised oh he- hello <laughs> well he- hello I am so sorry to interrupt, but I just had to introduce myself and say hello and Well, thank I am you. Lord Marston, and I am not surprised that you would want to meet me. And he takes your hand and he kisses your fingertips. Neela. Neela. That's a wonderful name. And I see you've got one of uh, one of the Mirenlug people here with you. Yes. This is Deli. And he just nods curtly. And you two haven't met before? I oh, understand. no, we're, we're becoming acquainted here through the medium of dance. I meant Deli and, and yourself. Oh, <laughs> how foolish of me. I've seen him about, perhaps, ambassador, correct? And he nods, ambassador, yes. We were just, we were just noting how diverse... The party is tonight. Oh, yes, gathered from far and wide for all, all to see. Uh, we've got an important um, duty that we need to uh, explain before night's end. I don't r- recall in inviting you, though. Who are you here with? Oh, I'm here as a personal guest of Miss Penny Lively. Oh, Miss Penny Lively. I, s- I don't remember... Letting her have guests, but I suppose if you're here now, um, you you said your name was Nala. Neela. Yes. Do you have a surname, Neela? That's it's Penny Lively, also. I see. So, okay. Well, it was. uh, I come from a family of ambassadors. Oh, for which country? We've been in Starstrom. Hmm. I see. Well, it's it's uh, good to meet you, Nora, but I'm doing my thing here, so thank you for introducing yourself. Oh, Please I, I don't have think drink I, and food. And I don't think I met your friend. Uh, she's uh, indisposed. Please. We're trying to dance. This is a party. Continue. Uh, we can, we'll have plenty of time to talk later. I turn back to my dance partner. Mm-hmm. Continue on think to everyone Marston is acting cagey as fuck right now and then I don't I don't trust Dilly but I say was that an awkward encounter oh yes quite awkward <laughs> is do you think she's alright something is strange about this whole event yourself not an uh, yourself included in this. Well, I could say the same thing about you. Yes, but I am not pretending to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't Neela. know. Put some stank on that. <laughs> <laughs> Pinwin, you notice this guy, even in the haze of your merriment, this guy being mm, kind of dismissive and rude to Gorbel, and you've locked in on the fact that this is definitely Marston, and that's definitely a woman who looks very similar to Thundara. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? So, could I see her, like, try to talk to them, and how Thundara, Thundara just, like, keeps, like... You can see that her, stuff? yeah, her mouth just keeps moving. Okay, um, so... I'm gonna, like, pretend I'm really out of breath and tell Ricardo... 
Take your time. Take your time. And then uh, I'll come over and I'll just walk over to Thindar and try to start talking to her. Hi. Uh, and then. I am Ricardo. <laughs> uh, Marston wheels around and looks. Uh, excuse you, young boy. Um, and you, you're realizing that he's only slightly taller than you. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I'm gonna keep trying to talk to her. Present it. Please, here. please. My guest is quite tired. She does not need to be approached by so many people. There'll be plenty of time throughout the night for you to all meet. Well, the thing is, she she seems like she's trying to talk to me. I when I oh, talk no. to her, she, she's not trying to talk to you. That's you. Uh, you must be mistaken. She uh, she cannot talk. So why would she be interested in talking to you? But but she was responding to me. Uh, I think you've had far too much to drink, perhaps even more than myself. You uh, you do you like to drink, friend? Um, yes. Then sometimes. you should try. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you should you should try over there at the table. There's plenty of food and drink. Please, please, be gone and and drink. Have fun. It's a party. Um. <sighs> All right, I I will try again in a little bit, maybe. Yes, yes, perhaps later. Please, please, enjoy yourself, enjoy yourself. Now, we're switching back to you, Willem. You've just heard that voice from the hallway. I investigate the fuck out of that voice. Voice. <laughs> in the hallway, you find a form standing there. The form is holding a sword dressed fully in armor... Underneath the helmet of this sentry looks to be a feminine face, and you can see two ears, elven-ish ears, half-elf ears, poking out. No one else is there with her? Mm-mm. I know what you are and what you are constructed for. It is of ill will, and you still have the ability to turn this around and do the right thing. What are you talking about? Who are you? And how did you get past me? Where are you? <laughs> Invisible fuck. <laughs> Who I am is of no consequence right now. But know that we're here to help. Are you a coward? Why do you not show yourself? Well, if I do, are you going to start stabbing at me? Yes. Then I guess we're at an impasse as far as you seeing me. She, she lifts her sword and starts swiping through the air. I'll find you. Do you know your sister is upstairs? I say as I am like backing up. She kind of pauses. You, you know about my sister. I know about all your sisters. Like I said, I know what you were constructed for. And you can have more meaning than what you were made for. Why do you keep saying constructed? You were made in a lab somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're mistaken, Spectre. If you weren't, then you were the template from which your sisters were wrought. Come out and fight, ghost. 
Listen to me. These vats. <laughs> um, these vats contain potentially deadly explosives. I'll say if you don't get out of the way, I'll release them, and then you'll find out how dangerous they are. Well, you would die too, and you'd kill everybody that's upstairs, including your sister. That's not true. That's exactly true. There's seven heaping vats of this explosive shit, and evidently Rothia is behind trying to kill a bunch of political figures from other countries, and you're enabling it, and you have the power to stop it. Why are you doing this? Mm, Give me a persuasion. Nine. Sorry, ten. Nice try, ghost. Like it makes a difference. (laughs) Nice try, ghost. I'm not going to fall for... For a prank like this, this is obviously some sort of disembodied voice magic. Okay, what do you think the giant vats of explosives are here for? That's not my concern. How is it not your concern? I'm just here to guard them, like the master asked. Oh, the master? The guy who's just trying to obliterate most of life so that he can run a bunch of different universes and planes of existence? I don't know anything about that. I just know that I have my duties, and I will perform my duties to the best of my ability. Where are you at? And why do you have these duties? Because this is what the master asked. Oh my god, do they just get dumber as as he copies and pastes them? <laughs> <laughs> how do you disable the vats? I don't know that. Why would I need to know how you disable it? I'm just here to protect them. Guys, there's another clone of the Countess down here, and she seems even more dumb than the other ones that we've encountered. I'm on my way. (laughs) What? Tomar, you have found the study, and you are staring into a hallway without a bottom. The hallway. You have a bottom. Float over (laughs) it. I float over it with my wings. Okay. And you reach the end... And realize the only way is to go down. Okay, I go down. So you float down over a pit of spikes, and you find a small hole at the end on the bottom. Presumably too small for me to pass through. Mm, roughly too, just too small in armor. All right. Um, I'm going to trace a doorway on the the stone. Okay. I'm going to cast etherealness. Okay. And I can just walk through it. And because I become part of the border ethereal plane, and I can just travel right through. Um, okay. Does that affect the telepathic bond with him? Probably not, no. Okay, so he's not like going to a different plane, technically. Oh, wait. Are you in between planes? During this time, you can move in any direction. If you move up or down, every foot of movement costs extra foot. You can see and hear the plane you originated from, but everything there looks gray, and you can't see anything more than 60 feet away. While on the ethereal plane, you can only affect and be affected by other creatures on that plane. Creatures that aren't on the ethereal plane can't perceive you and can't interact with you unless a special ability or magic has given them the ability to do, to do so. Hmm. Uh-oh. You ignore all objects and effects that aren't on the ethereal plane, allowing you to move through objects you perceive on the plane you originated from. 
When the spell ends, you immediately return to the plane you originated from in the spot you currently occupy. If you occupy the same spot as a solid object or creature when this happens, you're immediately shunted to the nearest unoccupied space, blah, 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 blah. I would say based on that, that you would be cut off from the telepathic bond. Okay. Well, I'm just going to use it and then go through the wall. Okay. You and use I'll keep it up until, like, I can see what's beyond and stuff. So you float through the wall. Okay, so you move down the hallway a bit, and you can hear, like, the... <laughs> Come out, ghost! <laughs> <laughs> she sounds so cute. Me of, Fuck off, ghost! <laughs> Piss off, ghost! Yeah, <laughs> it's Psycho <laughs> and... Yeah. Taika Waititi. Piss off, ghost. Yeah. Um, so you move down, and then you drop... And then you place the mask on your face. And I get rid of my invisibility. <laughs> Tomar, you move into a chamber with seven copper vats. And you can also see an armored <laughs> form swiping the air saying, Come out, ghost! Um, can I tell what's controlling the vats? Like, is it a magical thing? You, from just where your, your perspective is right now, you are unable to tell. It, they just look connected to each other. Well, I'm going to examine all that. I'm going to get close. All right, give me an investigation. Four. Uh, you are unable to discern. It's a very... It seems like such a simple contraption, but there's got to be more to it. You're just not really sure what it is that's happening there. So you put the mask on, Willem, and you drop it. And you approach? Yeah. And I'm going to start, like, before she can see me, I'm going to be yelling, Lillette! Where's Lillette? The, um, the armored woman turns around. Master, what are you, what are you doing here? I thought you were gone. Ah, uh, my puppet. I'm looking for your sister. Where is she? Um, I, I heard from a ghost that she's upstairs, maybe? Ah, see, this complicates things, and we now need to abort the mission. Abort the mission? But yes. this is my sole purpose. <laughs> we can find you another sole purpose. Don't worry. Uh, I, I, I suppose, I, yes. What, what would you have me do? Disable the vats. Uh, Master, you know I don't know how to disable the vats. <laughs> if you tell me how to disable them, I can disable them. Well, we don't have time for this, so I start approaching the vats and uh, tell her to go upstairs and get her sister. Yes, Right, right away, Master, and she runs off down the hallway. Tomar, you can see a Willem shape with a master's mask on approaching the vats. I walk up behind him and then lose the etherealness. So, yeah, who was that? That was one of the Countess Lilette Thundara clones. She's extra dense. All right. Is this a magic bomb thing? Uh, I'm going to do an arcana. Arcana. I'm going to identify. 15. 
there's something. Or actually, actually, I'm proficient in Arcana, so mm-hmm. 21. So, okay. They're, it isn't magical on its own. There does seem to be a magical effect at play. Um, you're pretty sure that the process linking the vats together is magical. So the catalyst for it would be magical? Likely. Like it would need magic to set off? That's what it seems like. And there's definitely some sort of magical mm-hmm. nature to the uh, hourglass. I put two and two together and I think to the rest of the group, guys, I'm pretty sure Lillette is here to be the trigger man for this bomb down here. You need to... I don't want to say kill, but you definitely need to get her to stop doing whatever it is that she's doing. That's cool, man. I can just, I can stop this. Oh, okay. Never mind. I mean, (laughs) Tomar's got it. At least for a little while. Wait. But yeah, you definitely should get her. I can't hear you. Oh, well. (laughs) And I'm like thinking. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard none of that. You didn't either. Yeah, and I'm just like, oh, you are you guys okay? Aren't actually talking? Can you not hear me? Well, I can't now. Oh shit. Um, well, tell her that I can cast a spell that can prevent this, giving you guys enough time to apprehend her. Okay, so Tomar says that he can stave off the explosion, but we still want to. Disable Lillette. Um, you saw this room. It is full of people. She is being very closely guarded right now, also. Could you cast Counterspell? Would that do anything? No. Well, I can't. Okay. <laughs> and out of character? No, because it's like a reaction to a spell being yeah. cast when it's being cast. Okay, we need. I need to figure out a way to to get Lillette away from Marston. Can it's one of you guys? Hard. I was trying. Can one of you guys like put a charm spell on him or something? Stone cold, this bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, God, let me think. I'm also dancing with like an absolute interrogator. Do you think he could help us? I. And trying to feel him out, I feel I get good vibes, but I don't know. He seems kind of harsh. What's his name? Deli. Hmm. Mirren Luke. So I'm gonna do like a spin move, and I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna cast an anti magic field. Okay. Uh, a ten foot radius invisible sphere of anti magic surrounds you. The area this area is divorced from the magical energy that suffuses the multiverse. Within the sphere, sp- spells can't be cast. Summon creatures disappear, and even magic items become mundane until the spell ends. The sphere moves with you, centered on you. Spells and other magical effects, except those created by an artifact or a deity, are su- sur- suppressed in the sphere and can't protrude into it. A slot expanded to cast a suppressed spell is consumed. While an effect is suppressed, it doesn't function, but the time it spends suppressed counts during against its duration, and then there is a bunch of <clears throat> like special circumstances and stuff. Okay. Also, heads up, Gorbel and Pinwin. Uh, the Thundara clone that was down here is coming up to what? engage with Lillette. Are we are we supposed to do something with her? 
I'm going to try something with Lillette, and we'll just see if that helps. Mm-hmm. So is, be careful. Mm-hmm. This is a concentration spell, and it lasts for an hour. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, and during that hour, I'm going to try and figure out how it works other than the magic on it. Gotcha. But it's only a 10-foot sphere? Yeah. So I have to stay, like, right here. Are they that close together? They're kind of spread out over a course of, like, 40 feet. What about the the trigger thing? Oh, the hourglass? The hourglass. Uh, okay. Yeah, if you get close to the hourglass, you notice that something seems to have stopped working. Okay. The e- Sweet. Oh, Good job. yes. And the hourglass itself stopped. The sand stops dropping. Okay. Penwin, what are Good you work. attempting to do? So, is Mark... Is, I forgot his name. I was going to say Marston. Marston? Marston. Is he still, like, watching me, or did he kind of, like... He stopped paying attention to you. Okay, cool. So, um, I'm going to try to sneak back on over and try to get as close as I am to her and mm-hmm. just try to, I guess, point at her. Okay. And um, Okay, so tell me how you do this. You point. So I'm going to try to sneak over, and I'm going to point to her and say, Lilette. She looks right at you, and then her pupils like dilate, and you can. It's almost like she's just locked in. Is she? Is she still mouthing stuff? She's not. She's just okay. staring right at you. So command, you have to say one word commands. I was going to tell her to stop, and that's but. subject to your mm-hmm. interpretation of what that word means. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, if she's not saying anything, then maybe then. Did it work She's just already? staring at you. Flee? And she, she looks at you, and then she immediately turns and starts moving through the room as fast as possible and pushes her way through, and people are like, what? what? Gorble, you see this. Oh, my goodness. Do you think she's okay? Hey, guys. I, um, I commanded her to flee. She's done saying whatever spell she was doing. Where is she going? I don't know. We need to. <laughs> we should we probably to catch keep her. Keep an eye on her. She has now left the ballroom. She is an instrument of doom. Okay, I am, I'll follow behind her. I'm so sorry, Deli. I. She seems like she may have been getting sick or something. I feel like I should go check on her. Okay. But you've been a fantastic dance partner. Thank you. I'm a terrible dancer. <laughs> Okay, you saw through my lie. You're not a great dance partner, but you are a great conversation. She's getting away. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> and I take off. You go chase her onto the hallway. Gorble, you have entered the entryway, and you can see that Lalette is very quickly making her way towards the door. And from your right, you see an armored form start running at you. I was trying to follow, too. Did I see the running form? Uh, you're trying to follow? You are re- you reach, and you do see the um, the armored form start running at Gorble. Sword drawn. Roll initiative. Ah. Ooh. 18. with initiative. Fuck. That would have been better at a different time. 28. 
Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, I yeah, she she an initiative. Um, one to twenty. Nice. Um, so Penwin, you're up first. You see this this uh, armored form racing right at Gorbel, sword drawn. Um, I'll shoot at him. Okay. Yeah. So you immediately fire with your bow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's see if I hit it. 21. You hit. Oh, wait. What the hell? No, it was 27. My brain. Still hit. Yeah. Okay. 12 damage. What are you doing? Are you going to fire again? <laughs> yeah. She takes it right, like, un, like right in the shoulder, just, and keeps running towards Gorbel. Hmm. Eight. Eight damage. Gotcha. So are they just like kind of unaffected by it? Yeah, they just keep running right at you, Gorbel Sword Drawn, but it's your turn. I'm going to cast Calm Emotions. Okay. Nice. So I need a Charisma save of 19. Does not save. Nice. Okay. Please describe the spell. So I'm suppressing strong emotions in a group of people, just her, um... You can suppress any effect, causing a target to be charmed or frightened. When the spell ends, any suppressed effect resumes, provided that its duration has not expired in the meantime. Um, I can also make a target indifferent about creatures of your choice that it is hostile toward. This indifference ends if the target is attacked or harmed by a spell, or if it witnesses any of its friends being harmed. When the spell ends, the creature becomes hostile again. Okay, so what are you going to use it for? Uh, I don't want her to be hostile towards me anymore. Okay, so she immediately <laughs> stops in her place, and you hear the door slam behind you as her sister escapes out the front. Do you know her? That is my sister. Why are you attacking me? Because you were chasing her. To see if she was okay. Oh. She went bolting out of the room. I'm sorry. Now, why is your sister up here dancing and you're here in full armor with a sword? I have business. What's your business? It's my own. Mm. Roger that. Well, shouldn't we go see if your sister is okay? Okay. Let's go. And when you just you just shot this woman in the arm twice, and now you've seen that Gorbel has calmed her somehow. Then I'd keep taking off after the L name lady. Okay, you all head towards the door. That lasts like, for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You open the door and you see her running across across the uh, like the estate just as fast as she can. <laughs> she looks like she's fleeing from something. Where do you think she could be going? I don't know. I just told her to flee. I'm asking you. Oh, right. Hmm? Oh, I thought that was in your head. I thought I saw you do this. No. Um, I, I don't know. She m- must not feel well. We might be able to catch up to her faster if we're on a horse or maybe in a carriage. 
There's a carriage right over there. By those unconscious soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> There's one with the lights still on. <laughs> should, should, should we get in a carriage and get her? Yeah, I think so. We what need to hurry. What is your name? Neela. Hi, Neela. Let's go. What's yours? Lala. Lala. Dipsy. Right. Shall we? Yes. We should probably hurry also. Okay. And you guys get into a carriage. I think it would be better if we both sat up front. You and I? Yeah. Maybe you can help me. Okay. And she climbs up in the front. She pulls you up there. Okay. So I'm going to make an attempt. All right. Keep in mind she is not hostile towards me. Okay. I'm going to take the reins of the horse. Mm Mm-hmm. And try to bind her. Okay. Can I do it? Um, give me a sleight of hand. Twenty-three. Okay, yeah, you're a- easily able to loop the reins around her and tie her up. What do you? Why did you do this? I have a job too. I'm sorry. No business? I don't understand. Oh, so you get your cutesy one-liners and I don't get to say shit back to you? I'm confused. I have business, bitch. (laughs) 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 Business, And then what are you doing? I take her sword. Mm -hmm. I also take her helmet off. Okay. To get a good look at her. She looks identical to the others. Damn, I imagine like a watered down version. <laughs> Except her eyes are bright blue where the others have, all have dark eyes. You look slightly different than your sisters. Thank you. Are you guys chasing the other one Pinwin or is. what's going on? I'm chasing the other They're one. They're on a date. And mm-hmm. am I I'm am I kind of close to her? She's got quite the head start on you. You're keeping pace. Can I try to yell halt and see if it works? I mean... Are you allowed more than one command? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll yell, halt! And she freezes in place. (sighs) Back to (laughs) Willem and Tomar. So anyway, that's the second time I got hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I I wasn't paying attention. I'm sorry. I'm sure it was really important and (laughs) life-changing. Bomb is here. Um, I don't understand how this works. Uh, does this look similar to the other bombs we've diffused? No. This doesn't look similar to any of the other bombs <laughs> that we've diffused, so... That's incredibly helpful. Uh, is, can we, underneath the vats, are they just sitting on the floor, or are they, like, hoisted up on anything that they're, we can see? They're slightly raised, and there's, like, a warm copper like circle underneath. Mm, okay, so a heating plate of some kind? Some kind. Can we discern where they are drawing heat or power from? Seems magical in nature. Oh, fuck me and this magic shit. It's definitely cooler than it would have been a few moments ago. Can we just move the move them off of the platforms? They're pretty big. And probably hot as fuck. I mean, that doesn't bother me. Mm. Cool, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, then go for it. Is that uh, 
that platform with the hourglass, is that movable? No. Well, I can't move away from this, so. I can give you resistance if you want to try. Unless you can think of a better way. To move them off of the coils? Yeah. much time does is looks like is left on the now about seven eight minutes but it stopped now too right yes correct i could break my concentration from this and open a gate that lasts for a minute if we want to try and throw the vats into there into another plane I just imagine it going into like this really pleasant plane of like chipmunks oh, and squirrels. All, all, all of these gumdrop homes are just delectable. Oh my god! <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that sounds like a bomb ass idea. But how do we get them into the portal? Elbow grease. Ever heard of her? <laughs> I uh, I have very dry elbows. Actually, I have ashy elbows. <laughs> Can you lift things at all? These are huge vats, right? They're pretty big. Yeah. How big? Uh, they're like mm, close to eight feet tall. And how much do they weigh? They seem really heavy. They seem really heavy. You guess? I guess you just have to try it out. You're pretty strong. Is there one nearby me? Yeah. Okay. I try to lift one to see how heavy it is. Um, what's your strength? Your base strength? 22. 22. Damn. You, Tomar, would be able to lift these vats, but your speed would be reduced by half because they are about at the maximum threshold of your strength for lifting. Wow. Um, if you had to guess, you'd say they were about... Mm, 850 pounds. Would I be able to shoot the vats with my web arrow and then drag them by the web? Dragging would be less arduous, though the web, I'm not sure how much, I don't know if the web could withstand the weight of the vat. I mean, it's a spider web, man. Webs are super strong. Yeah. Hmm. High or low? High. Or actually, let's flip a coin. Hey! Heads or tails? Tails. Tails. You are able to do that. Sick. Okay. You keep holding the timer. I'm going to work on dragging them all into... What's your strength score? My base strength? Yes. Is 15. I have a plus 2 to strength. 15. Um, Okay, yeah. You'd be able to. It'd be very slow going, but you'd be able to drag drag a vat for sure. Okay. Um... Are they, how are they positioned? Um, they're all kind of arrayed 
like in a in single file. They're all in a row. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck. Well, in that case, Tamar. Yes. If I connect them all with a web, would you be able to sling them into a portal? Probably. What size category would these be? Um, Medium. Heavy load. Size category, not weight. Uh, Large, then. Okay. Um, Unless we lined them up and then shoved them in. Well, they're already in a line. How, How... What's the space between them? About like four feet between each of them. Four feet. So, I mean, if you, let's say I I can connect them all with a web, you open the portal on one end and we drag the first one into the portal and let's say it's off a cliff. And yeah. then it just drags them all with I, it. I can just create a gate on the ground. Even better. And then oh. it falls in and then drags yeah. them in. Even better. We're smart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So. Yeah, I don't need to cast animate objects then. So I I walk around to each one mm-hmm. and I just pull back my bowstring. Mm-hmm. Or rather, you know, just the empty bow and shoot each one with web. Mm-hmm. And I collect as much web can, as I can from each one and I work on tying them together tightly okay. or connecting them in some way All right, uh, until I have a web around each one of them and connect all connected to each other. Okay. Yeah, it takes you a few moments, but yeah, you're able to do that fairly quickly. Okay. Sweet. All right. So I'm going to open up a portal. Uh, it can be 5 to 20 feet in diameter. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to shove w- the first one into the portal to the abyss. Okay. You shove the first one in and... <laughs> and I look down. <laughs> How high up was the portal? I just put it up in the sky in the abyss. <laughs> and I just wanted you, to- just, you just watch... They land, but instead of an explosion, they hit really hard and the rock goes up. And then, and then you watch as multiple creatures start climbing out of the vats. <gasps> oh my god. What they, kind of creatures? They all look like bald half-elves. <gasps> oh. And they're like skidding around naked and they're like thrashing because they're dying. Oh, Ugh, gross! God. And then I close. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to dwell on that too much. Bye. <laughs> Whoa! I just Doctor Strange. The portal away. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> Back to Gorbel and Pinwin. <laughs> Fuck! All right, so <laughs> that was good teamwork. <laughs> We're yeah. just getting people. I Whoa. I gag her mm-hmm. so she can't talk and tie her up tighter. Okay. Could I lift Lola? What is her Lola. name? Lola. Lola. Lala. Can I Lalette lift her? Lala. Wait, are Since you? She's halted anyway. She's talking about Lalette. Oh, Lalette. Okay. Yeah. You can, can I just her like prop her over you? my shoulder? 
I don't know if you are you strong enough to no. lift. <laughs> I could just tell her to follow you. But that's two word. Just say follow. Okay, I'll <laughs> command her to follow. Does it work? If I say follow, she looks around and she stares at you, and then she starts walking in your direction. Sick. Okay. <laughs> I'll just walk back over to Gorble. You should probably run because you have like a minute. <clears throat> you have oh, way, you have way less than that. Oh, so I'm hefting her body into the back of this carriage. Okay. So I'll run over to Gorble, and then yeah, my walk changed to a run, and then I'll try to tie her up too. Okay, was I the only person who thought there were three of them? Or four? No, Wait. that was my understanding too, apparently. How many are we up to now? We've got the Countess, we have Thundara, uh, the Melty bitch, the... That was Thundara. I know, I'm... Oh, okay. Will you let me do my Countess thing? I'm in go, character. Go for it. We've got this one, and then the one I just tied up. Mm-hmm. So... How many more are there? I don't know. The one that I killed. (laughs) It's like there's vafts. What you thinking about, Willem? (laughs) Why are you doing that with your hands? Sorry, we're talking about how many of the Thundar clones we've encountered thus far. I think we're up to five because with the the one that I sent upstairs. And what'd you say her name was? Lala. Are you are you talking to him or are you thinking? I'm thinking to you guys. Lala. So we've got Lala, Lalette. Thundara, the Countess, the one that I killed. Can anybody think of any other ones? Were those bad things Thundara's uh-huh. clones? Looked like it. Well, then you could tell them there was a whole bunch more about to explode out of these vats. So the vats that we thought contained explosive mm-hmm. stuff actually just contained a bunch of Thundara clones. What? Oh my god. Yeah, they're they're Where'd in they the go? they're dying in the abyss now. What? Oh. We put the vats in there because we thought they were going to explode. Okay. All right, That's that sounds good. A disturbing thought. Okay, Granted, but to... they were abominations anyway. Yeah, and... better there than here. <laughs> we need to find out what because <laughs> it's so cold. <laughs> we need to find out what Lalette's purpose is. Her special purpose. Well, where are you guys? With her? I mean, never mind. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought I heard Tomar. (laughs) I just know what he would have asked. (laughs) Are you guys still in the dining hall? No, God, no. I just tied up the armored one and shoved her into a carriage. Um, And I'm currently tying the other one up and probably going to shove shove her in the same carriage. Wait, we need some info from her. The other ones seem dumb. Okay, well, this one's going to be out of my spell in a second. I guess I could drop it when she's tied up. Yeah, let's get her tied up. Yeah. Where's Where's Penny Lively? She must still be in there. I don't know. I lost track of her. Shit. Okay, we got to get back upstairs and do damage control in the dining hall because they took off after the Thundara clones and they're outside tying them up in a carriage right now and we don't have eyes on uh, Penny Lively. Uh, Dildane, are you still there? You hear nothing. Guys, you, do you have eyes on Dildane? No. No. Shit. I don't know where Dildane is either. We need to we need to abscond. Okay. And then when we go back through that hole, I cast etherealness again. Okay. Do I get left behind? <laughs> You'd have to climb into the hole and... Cool. And <laughs> yeah, you'll see me... <laughs> and I'm just like... <laughs> fucking hated the descent. 
All right. You guys climb up back through the passageway and go down the hall. Everything is oddly quiet. Are the people still there? You push the door open to the dining hall and are met by a mass Fuck. of bodies <gasps> laying on the ground. Tomar, give me a constitution save. Oh. Even if I'm ethereal still? Fuck. Yes. That doesn't make sense. What? But, uh, but I thought we did good. Uh, 24. <laughs> you feel as though your body may have started, like, while you were still in the chamber, you felt as though your body was, like, kind of, like, had an upset stomach. But it passed. Must have been all the hors d'oeuvres. All those cranberries, <laughs> cranberries. just passing right through you. Yeah. Okay, and you guys look around, and it's just dead bodies everywhere. They're dead dead? You see very close by Lady Penny Lively on the ground. Lady Penny Daddy? Oh, our deal! God and, damn it! And right next to the door, with an empty bag of gold spilled all around, is Deal Dane. Fuck. Are you shitting me? And then... Put him in the bag. At the end of the hallway, or at the end of the hall, you see a moving form pushing their way up through the the bodies is Scipio. And he looks around, and his eyes lock on you two. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Ooh. Fucking freeze, motherfucker. <laughs> wow. God damn it. I liked her. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck your dick off. We were like. But the guards are safe, the right? <laughs> They're outside. <laughs> They're outside. <laughs> Good thing they didn't try any of that dip. Mm. Was it the dip? Oh. I didn't think about poison. Were they all poisoned? Everyone was eating? I have advantage on saving throws against poison. I forgot to, yeah. I figured you'd be fine, but... Oh, and fucking God. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I should say... You were you fucking scarfing down yeah. so much poison. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, dwarf. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Fuck. That's all I can say right now is that I absolutely hate this. Plan for keeps now, guys. This How is the last arc. How is that arc. dude I was dancing with? Dead? And now Ricardo? Chris D'Elia's dead? <laughs> I liked him. I mean, he was kind of a dick, but I liked him. Anyway. <laughs> you killed my brother. We can I didn't get, see him We eating. can parse through the details in <laughs> the next episode. Oh, you have a lot of explaining to do. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me why you guys deserve boon points. Not for saving anybody. No. Yeah. Fuck. If I give boon points back, can we... Not have people dead. You broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> Willem and my handling of the bomb. Well, not bomb, but the the vat disposal. I don't know if that was a good thing. Now, I mean, I mean, they can't it, be good. They can't be good. But at the same time, it's like, fuck. Thought that that was like the fucking like speed two cruise control, like fucking dead switch. They're probably like shapeshifters. They were going to take all those people's like uh, personalities and bodies and oh, weird fuck. shit. Aww. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, definitely. Finding 
the hidden passageway again. Finding the key, finding the hidden passageway, finding the letter, uh, dispatching without killing uh, Lala, and working with Tomar to get the vats out of there. Nice. Capturing Lala. Yes. Doing a kind of lie to <laughs> Delhi. Um commanding and capturing Lalette. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Alright, everyone is going to gain five points toward Boone. Eee. Willem, you're going to take six total. I'm at 15 for my second Boone. Now, oh. let's vote on tonight's MVPC! <gasps> the most valuable player character. So Willem is one, Tomar is two, Pinwin is three, and Gorbel is four. Think about it for a moment who you want to have an extra five points toward Boone. And then we will vote. Everybody know who they want? Yes. One, two, three, vote. We've got three votes for Willem and one vote for Gorbel. Willem, why'd you vote for Gorbel? Uh, I like Gorbel's interactions with everybody, and she's always good with interacting with NPCs, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's usually a fun time, and this didn't disappoint. This wasn't fun. (laughs) Well, it was at the time, (laughs) and now it's super sad. All the more because you were interacting with them and helping bring them to life and making us care about them or be interested in them, at least. So, yeah, good job. Tomar, why'd you vote for Willem? Uh, He was integral to... Solving some of that. Even though it didn't <laughs> super matter in the long run. But hey. Thanks. Welcome. <laughs> I mean, it's not on you, it's on him. <laughs> He's the asshole. We hate you. Mm. I've done my job. Pinwin, why'd you vote for Willem? He found some cool secret passageways and like shimmied his way on down to the vats and tried to take care of. Shimmy shimmy clone clone puff. <laughs> yes. That's what you did. Clone clone poof. Went into a portal. Ooh. Although I really did like Grobel's interaction and Tomar headbutting again. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. first time on the podcast. Oh. You can have an extra point for, of boon for that. Yeah. Hell yeah. Gorbel, why'd you vote for Willem? I think that Willem's skills and actions played a major role in driving this episode. So mm. I, I think that he was just a really key part. Perfect. Sweet. So that means tonight's MVPC is Willem Valtel. Take Bye-bye. your five points of boon, etc. All right. That's it for tonight's episode, guys. Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks to Chad Piper for that awesome intro song. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. Thanks to all of you listeners. Please, 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 as always, check out our social media, our Patreon, our YouTube page. Fuck it. Send us a carrier pigeon. We want to interact with you. We want reviews. We just want to know how you're doing. So keep in contact and let us know. That's it, though, for us for this week's episode. Stay tuned next week. Let's find out what's going on in that Hall of the Dead. I am your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Later, Gators! Families can be together forever!
put an arrow right in her God, face. it is. <laughs> Why would you do that for? <laughs> to cover up the sound of opening a can. It's Smart. Called, it's called thinking, guys. One step ahead of you. We hate it. <laughs> Goddamn stupid. <laughs> yeah, but I've got a Red Bull now, so. 